One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, I'm Gary Mansfield, and welcome to the Mizog Art Podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by banging these bongos. Firstly, I'd like to make the announcement that the Mizog Art Podcast will be rebranding itself in the new year as the Ministry of Arts Podcast. The Ministry of Arts is an organisation I have started in response to lengthy conversations with Ben Burling, founder of Logan Sinclair. We wanted to try and find a viable way to bring pop-up exhibitions into the workplace but rather than take the 50% of the sale price, as a gallery normally would, we'll be collaborating with some of the country's best-known artists to give that 50% to a chosen charity or good cause. Our first show, titled Diversion Ahead, was in aid of Headway East London, a charity that helps those of us affected with varying conditions of brain injury. This took place at the Nave in Bishopsgate, and as well as myself and Lee Ainsworth, it featured the artists Darren Baker, Lewis Bannister, Ben Iron, Christian Fur, Heath Kane, Roy Maynard, Michelle Mildenhall, Rob Mundy, Penny, Dan Pierce, Carrie Reichart, Rugman, Ryan Callanan, and Nettie Wakefield, as well as two collaborative artworks from the guys themselves who benefit from Headway's work. So next time you're over on Instagram, please give a follow to Ministry of Arts Org. Hello and welcome to episode number 54 of the Mizog Art Podcast. This week's podcast really is something quite unique. It's a conversation between two people that have led lives on the opposite side of the fence but have been brought together by art. For 17 years, Paul Palmer was a police officer. Not your average Bobby on the beat. He was involved with some of the highest profile cases in recent years. 
Paul and his partner Kirsty have just opened a gallery called The Other One in the beautiful historic town of Saffron Walden in North Essex. If you don't know Saffron Walden, it's a quintessentially English market town with quite an affluent population. There are several galleries in the town and the artwork within them does reflect the demographic. Paul and Kirsty took the bold move to open the other one to inject some much-needed contemporary culture into the heart of this town. And from what I saw, that definitely seems to be working. Unfortunately, Kirsty wasn't about for this interview, so she couldn't join us. And I should add, you're lucky that I've spoke at all. Because normally when I sit opposite a policeman, during a recorded interview, I'll go no comment. This is mine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what my side. No, I'm driving. <laughs> That's what my side looks. I like yeah. it. It's cloudy like yeah, that. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's a good taste, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. The, the barrel, the beers I'm going to be giving away, but I've got, I've got, I've got a little loophole, so I'm doing a tombola. Oh yeah, I saw that with Ariola. <laughs> Ariola, Ariola's cracked tombola. <laughs> yeah. So basically, so that's how I'm sort of getting around. So it's like you buy a tombola, you get, you get a crappy prize, and like you go, you get like, so it'd be like a little cup of like, who helps run this brewery. And she didn't know nothing about it until yesterday. She's Is gone. that local? Yeah, yeah. It's um, Castle Camps, about six miles away. Nice. Start, start. What's this one called? Uh, Rough Acre Brewery. Yeah, it's nice to have local yeah. cool stuff yeah. in, uh, yeah, in the local gallery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, right, cool. We're running. Yeah, lovely. So, I might as well introduce you. Yeah. This afternoon, I'm with Paul Palmer from the other one in Saffron Walden. Hi, Paul. Hi, Gary. What? Um, so we're in your gallery. Um, I knew it from Heath Kane, who lives just yep. a couple of hundred yards away. Yeah. I've got seven questions that I ask everyone that I speak to. Yeah. How would you explain what you do to someone that didn't know you? We're a bit eclectic. We are a, a different, uh, very not traditionally Saffron Walden. Um, we're not one as a gallery that would have your your landscapes and you find. Uh, everywhere else, um, in in, more, in in a lot of conservative town um, galleries, which is a lot of those in around here, um, we're more of a London sort of vibe. Um, this current show that we've got is our eighth show in that we've, that we've put together since November last year, so just over twelve months. We've had eight different shows. Um, and what was the first show you had here? So that was um, Heath Kane. Nice. Um, good start. Yeah, he's a good one. He's a good friend of ours. Um, Heath's been really good, great support. He's helped design the sign as well. Nice. That we've got outside. Yeah. Exactly. So Heath, um, Heath Kane helped put together the other artists. So he kind of collaborated with um, Rugman, Sir Anthony. Yeah. Um, and his work was brilliant on, on that show. And um, Andrew Miller as well. Yeah, cool. Um, and they're all, you know, it was a great gallery. Um, it, it, there wasn't loads of things in it, yeah. but now I think we're slowly learning. Learning more, we're trying to get more, more stuff, more art in here, so it's a bit more eye-catching. Yeah. The piece stuff it was very big, um, but there's like well, one of those, and then another one of those. We're now trying to get more of each artist's work yeah. into um, the gallery. And how many you had Six. This this one's the eighth, no, eighth gallery. Um, so the shop opened in on the first of September, twenty eighteen. Right. 
Um, and we just stumbled across it. I live in South and Walden. I was having a few drinks in a local bar in the town. And um, at the time I was running a few little pop-ups here yeah. and there. And someone said that this building was available. Um, I looked at it and two weeks later, I got the keys. Week And then the one week after getting the keys, painted, sorted out the ups, upstairs. Yeah. And we were fully stocked as so a shop. Got, so as a, as a shop, it's like a sort of an arty gift shop upstairs, yeah. which presumably pays the rent while yeah. this does. Yeah. yeah, so the intention always was that the, with the shop, we'd start off with the shop, get that done, yeah. get that ready, and it, and it, and it is what it, what it is, which is very eclectic, very different. There's things that you wouldn't find in many shops. Yeah. Um, and then once we had the shop sorted, we'd then start on fixing the downstairs yeah. here where the gallery yeah. was. I mean, this was a children's hairdressers before, and before that, it was like an illegal drinking's den, apparently. Nice. Yeah, so we took, basically, Kirsty is my partner. Her brother is a builder, and he was a massive part of, of helping us yeah. sort of put things um, together how they are. I mean, you see the lighting in the alcoves that we've got. Yeah, originally, you some panels. Yeah, so yeah. originally that, that was a mirror, um, and we basically mish, put the mishmash wood over it, painted it, we just wanted it all white and simple, yeah. Yeah. Um, and made it look. Bank canvas, yeah. Yeah, bank canvas. So whatever you, you know, there's loads of colour. There's so what we're looking at at the moment, we're in a, a, a decent sized gallery space and the footprint is probably 20 by 30 feet-ish. Yeah, yeah. Um, two alcoves one side, one the other, which gives um, sort of four different areas to place your art. Yeah. Um, cool little space. At the moment, we've got Shuby, Michel Milden Hall, the subversive stitcher and um, some taxidermy by Dancing Bears and Bowl Cuts. Yes. So you've got a show coming out tomorrow yeah. as we record this. Um, how did this show come about? Right, firstly, uh, Kirsty, my girlfriend, wanted to put a show together um, and source the artists herself mm. and I'd help with that. And she wanted, she always wanted to do a ladies show. So putting ladies together. Yeah. Um, We've always wanted to work with Shuby. I've always wanted to work with Michelle. Um, through those two, we've come across um, Versus Sit Stitcher yeah. and Dancing Bears and Bowl Cuts. He's a local lady who does sort of, it's like art taxidermy, yeah. it's very current. Um, so we've got four ladies uh, art in here. Have you got background in art, either uh, of you? Uh, so Kirsty's always, um, Kirsty was. Uh, She's a bit of an art hoarder, I would yeah. say. She was well into the arts um, in her younger days, um, like, sort of like Tracy Emin. Um, I, I won't name names of, of other artists. I'm, I'm very new to the whole scene, but through, through being with Kirsty, I've got engaged in the, the scene um, and, and really love it. Uh, and I've kind of fallen into the art yeah. world. Um, and a similar, I, I would call it like a similar sort of scene. With all the artists looking each other, after each other like you used to have in the 90s in the club days mm. the rave days and with all the DJs like doing the same sort of gigs and yeah, look, yeah. Being, you know looking out for yeah each other, exactly yeah. it's very much like that and I've got that in, in, in that era and um, I think from understanding that I, I fell in love with this now because I'm, I'm not I'm not a raver no more nice yeah right well um, your background isn't art related is it no and your background is? Yeah, so um, I was 17 years in the Met Police. Yeah. 
uh, worked in Trident um, on a proactive unit dealing with sensitive and covert operations. Um, a lot of high high profile jobs. Um, we'd be part of seizures of um, multi million pounds of drugs, um, guns, all kinds of firearms, threats to life. Um, it was hectic. It was, yeah, very yeah, very much so. It was a chaotic working in chaos, and I think I brought the chaos yeah. home, and it wasn't good for me. And um, I realised I didn't really like myself either, mm. or part of the team that I was with. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it took a long time and there's a lot that happened in my life and Kirsty's been there for a lot of it and um, I've found something that I love now yeah you know we could, as we've, we spoke previously it's a it's a pretty much similar path to my own you, you you're in a in a world that you you sort of liked and then you just take a step back out of it have a look at yourself and realize that that possibly isn't yeah you know what you no. thought it was, or no. or what you wanted anymore, and, no. and you just want to sort of get off of that merry-go-round, as it were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, it was working in chaos, and I brought the chaos home. And then um, I was part of the team. It was um, a team of people that have worked together for a long time, there's, and there's bad practices and bad habits yeah. that are daily. Yeah, but I mean, when you're in them high-stressing environments mm. and high responsibility. The, the lines can easily get blurred, can't they? Yeah, very much so. And, and then once you blur... Oh, I mean, I'm only guessing, but once them lines get blurred, you either have to justify them or run with them. And if you yeah. run with them, it snowballs and you can end up being on the brink of criminality when you're the good guy. You yeah, know? And yeah, there's a fine... There, you know what? There's a fine line um, and a similar... It's a, it's a similar world. Yeah. The, it, it, criminality and trying to police criminality mm. um, well, when we were talking previously before we started this podcast you're talking about your experiences I'm talking about mine and they are just running along parallel mm-hmm. although they're yeah. different sides of the fence yeah. we both had exactly the same feeling yeah. and ended up pretty much in the same place yeah. yeah what was your first interest in art when I started doing the pop-ups and um when I was trying to relaunch Curse's old shop in Braintree, um, so doing things in the Truman Brewery, Spitfields. Um, what was your old shop? So it was, an old, it was an old shop called For All Occasions in Braintree. It was, it was a greetings card shop yeah. and it needed to change and um, we did change it. But it was through going into London and becoming a bit relevant that we managed to do that. In the end, we left there because the lease was running low. Um, they wanted to double the rent we, had, we took this place on. It's a no-brainer, personally. Yeah. Well, the, the art you've got in here, obviously with um, Shuby, Michelle and the Subversive Stitcher, they're all very current, they're mm. very bold. And the other galleries in Saffron Walden are very traditional, yeah. laid-back, yeah. um, very conservative, aren't they? Yeah, I'm sure they give you a nice tea and a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel you sit with the, the locals? Is, is a bit of contemporary artwork a refreshing thing for them? I think it's a refreshing thing for the people that aren't from Saffron Walden but live here now. Got you. The traditional Saffron Walden um, people that have lived here for a long time. It's a town that needs to change. There's nothing much to do in the evening. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, like beautiful town. Yeah, it is a beautiful town. Apparently in the Telegraph, it's one of the top ten places to live. Yeah. There's nothing to do here, though. My old landlord for my first 
flat, no house that I had when I lived in Saffron Ward, and the um, the landlord was the mayor's son at the time. <laughs> right? yeah. Okay, yeah. The current landlord for where I live now is a, a big cheese councillor for the council in this t- yeah. in this town. The landlord for this building here, and who owns all of this lot and about twenty other shops, is um, a group of three people together, um, and the town's owned by. Half a dozen people. Yeah. But yeah, it's because it's a historic town. Yeah. And not many people have moved into it, I presume, over the years, until Mm. probably the last 20 years. Yeah. So it's just been run by the same successful families, which is how all small towns are. Yeah. And it's changing. Um, I still love it. What we're doing here is very different. Yeah. And and people come in here and they they like it. You know, someone come down in here earlier... um, and, and might have the words, oh, so I suppose someone will buy it. Well, they, well, they can go to John Lewis. Yeah. It's, you know? it's, as we said, it's horses for courses. Yeah. So, yeah, some people like it and some people don't. I mean, when you, when you come down, if you're a conservative person who lives locally and you come down and see Michelle Mildenhall's latex bondage and Shuby's cool lady cards <laughs> flown up to, to sort of like a metre square, mm. it can be Yeah, I totally understand people. that. It's fine. It's, it, it's not a problem. Um... Yeah, but, oh, sorry for interrupting, that woman there is probably going to be your best advert for today because she's going to go and tell ten people how awful this artwork is to her mm. and some of them may well come in, yeah. you know, to see what she's moaning about. Yeah, and if, the, and if they don't like it, they'll then tell another ten people. Exactly. So, so she's done us a favour, yeah, right? It doesn't, it yeah. doesn't matter. Anyone with, an, with a strong opinion is yeah. good. When did you realise that you wanted to work within the arts? As soon as I left the police, I needed. To, I wanted to be creative. Um, I'm very spontaneous. Um, the best way to describe myself is probably my head is like a collage. It's going all over the place. Oh, it don't make sense. Like um, I'd love to be creative and arty myself, but you know I can't even do a good hangman. Like so. He's a policeman. Yeah. So, but um, I like putting people together. That's still a creative thing on its own, though, isn't it? Who have you got lined up for future shows, do you know? Um, We're going to work again with Adam Bridgend. He's brilliant, brilliant. yeah. So Adam Bridgend from Jealous. Um, He did a show in here last February. Um, That's called Contents of Excitement. And that show has been one of the most consistent. Um, Really good sales. Great feedback. And with his prints, we keep on um, restocking his prints. We're constantly selling his prints. I'm in here, so that's been really good. So he's going to be in here um, in the new year, February. There's a group of people doing a life drawing oh, cool. thing. Um, um, I'd also love to do something with yourself. Um, and we've had a chat about maybe like a cops and robbers art that show. Good, it? Um, with, and, and that's a thing early, early, early stages yeah. probably. Um, but I, I'd love to do that. And that yes, that, that is, that is going to happen, I think. Yeah, there's no reason why it yeah. shouldn't yeah. get that going in the new year, by all means. Which piece of art have you had the strongest emotional connection to, do you think? I liked one of the, um, the Heath Kane pieces um, that we had originally. One of the masked heroes, uh, where have all the heroes gone? And it was one of his originals. It's this man with a plate of like, armour, yeah. gear yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and like a, a blue mask... And it was just very, very stunning. And the story between of that is, you know, we don't really know who these people were. Yeah. It's like the modern day Instagram or the old fashioned yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah, where yeah. like 
society have made these people look so fantastic, but who were they? And the masks on this person, and he's got like these silly badges that, that make no sense that yeah. he's put on, or they do make sense. Um, that really sort of struck me because Heath was the first artist that I really sort of got to know, um, and he's been such a great support. And yeah. I'll, that that'll always. Um, well, with Heath Payne and the Ace Club, yeah, just literally on your doorstep, yeah, you've got an endless supply of artists yeah. here, haven't yeah, you? Exactly. you know, if, if ever you're um, short of people that you that you want to have in, I had I had a show last week um, called Diversion Ahead, and Heath had one of those big paintings in there that luckily sold. Where'd you go for inspiration or to relax? Go into my collage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, what I like to do is I like to just, sometimes I just want to go home and just chill out and not do much. Uh, I've got a bulldog. I love walking him, Reggie Bulldog. Um, I called him Shithead at 9 o'clock. Because <laughs> basically, you know, there aren't many shoes that I've got left, socks. Uh, he basically eats everything. Do you not bring him here? I do you? bring him here a lot, but Saturdays is a nightmare. Because he loves he loves the attention, yeah. Um, and if I've got a shop like full of people, um, he becomes a daytime shithead. He's a dog with special needs. Yeah, well, oh, you get that a lot with bulldogs yeah, anyway, yeah, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Very it's just like his owner, very needy. Yeah. If there was any, if there was you and five other artists, past and present, what would be your ideal group show for down here? I think uh, Curse would love Tracy Emin. Um, Grace and Perry um, I'd love um, uh, Noel Fielding and I think um, I'll always have a bit of Heath Kane good and um, I think I, 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 you, you, you're in there now Gary you're, you're in the fi- famous five <laughs> I'll have a bit of that well we've got Grace and Perry here today yeah. haven't we with Michelle Mildenhall's yeah. adaptation of him yeah it's a lovely piece it's a really great piece well if you wasn't in the arts if you didn't have this gallery on the go what would you like to be I don't know I mean you've already it's a bit of a hard question for you because you've already given up your thing to do something else anyway haven't you yeah I think I'm, I'm, I'm good with people I'd love to run a bar I'd love to do events, I'd love to do music festivals, things like that. Um, you know, there's no reason why you couldn't get like a music festival with um, relevant artists and, and, and up-and-coming bands well, when in a Heath, space. Heath and Rugman put their ace club on. Yeah, yeah. They always great. have a, yeah, a lot exactly. of music going on yeah, there, don't they? Yeah, so that's something that I'd, you know, love to, um, to do. Um, and going back to that PTSD thing, the 999 thing... Maybe the police have got it, got it right now, but four years ago, it wasn't the right thing. If you, oh, Patsy, though, I was known Patsy Palmer. Yeah, um, yeah. You, like, you can sort yourself out. Yeah. Like, no, no, you can't. No, there's a job on. Go, go and do this. You can't go and meet your um, Met Police um, confidential uh, therapist, which has been arranged because we've got to go and follow someone about, even though HR say you've got to do it. And if you, if you didn't put your head up and say, no, I'm going, it's not a thing yeah, to do. That's, that's the, maybe it's changed. I don't think it has. It, it, a lot of, well, a lot of institutions like that change on the surface, whether it works on a day-to-day basis. I mean, I, I, I said to you before, I, I speak online through Instagram with um, 
PC Leon McLeod, who was um, one of the first responders mm. in, I think it was London Bridge. Yeah, uh, yeah. I apologise if that's if that's wrong, Leon, and you're listening. But he was one of the first responders, and he talks how how he's you yeah. know, the the, the met have been behind him. That's good. And that was only in the last few years. Yeah, that's good. Um, but there's always going to be that macho element when there's a lot of, I, I presume most of your colleagues were men, and, yeah. and, and when you get that macho environment, yeah. not a lot of people pay much attention to mental no. health. Today. No, 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 they don't. And it was a squad men, and if this makes it, it probably might not make sense, but it's like it was like a squad mentality. Yeah, everyone's your best mate when when it's all happening. Yeah, but no one, no one gives a shit later on when you need a bit of help mm. because the fire's gone out. And you you wasn't just an average copper on the beat no. either, were you? No. you know? So you're running around the stuff that makes the news. You was yeah, you know, probably yeah. involved yeah. in. You yeah. weren't you weren't so, involved with you know the local butcher getting broken <laughs> into. You know, no. So you're basically living in the chaos that the, the the villains were living. You know, you're doing on their surveillance or you're dealing with a threat to life on intel led operations. So you're basically living the life that they're living, and then then you're expected to go home and like. Switch off, off yeah. yeah. But then sometimes you go home and um, you get a call. Oh, something's going on. You've got to go back in. Yeah. And I've been in, only been on, I've been on half hour. Mm. You know, mm. can't just switch it off like that. Well, that Gary from that uh, PTSD, he was saying that Gary was underground. Um, what's it called? Transport police. Oh, right, yeah. So he'd be dealing with someone, you know, trying to jump the barriers, for yeah. instance. Next minute, he's picking bits of people up who uh, have yeah. jumped off of a off the track, you know, yeah. and you know, try dealing with that. Try and bring that yeah. into your normal yeah. life, you know. Yeah. So, um, the show you've got coming on. Yeah, we're, we're, I've asked all the seven questions yeah. I normally asked. Give us a, a quick overview again of the show you've got on. Yeah, and how long it's open for? Okay, brilliant. Right, so it starts tomorrow, um, which uh, and I don't know when this is coming out, but the date that it starts is Sunday the twenty fourth of November, um, we picked Sunday, we normally go with a Friday or a Saturday, but we picked Sunday because on this day we've got the Christmas market, Christmas switch on, food trucks, all kinds of stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a busy time, um, it's a good time to do something and it, it minimises disruption to our neighbours because there's already going to be something going on in mm. town, so we're thinking of those um, at the other one, and um, so that's the date we start, we'll be running for about six weeks. We're probably going to close after Christmas for a few weeks and have a little break. Hopefully, go on holiday. I don't know. Um, but we've got art from Shubby, um, which is brilliant. As, as my eyes go around the room, um, we've got a big area of Shubby stuff. We've got um, subversive stitches work, which is stitch work on sort of traditional notes, um, along with um, originals of um, stitch work. Of some of, You've um, gone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've gone. Pam, I'm back. back I'm back. Um, of Pam Greer. Um, we've got Michelle Mildenhall's brilliant work, which is sort of latex inspired. Um, I kind of suggested this to Kirsty. She wasn't sure. I, I felt that this fits quite well in here. It's, it's, it's ethical taxidermy, so it's like roadkill. Um, so someone who works in here. And possibly some guinea pig is someone's old pet I'd imagine um, we've got a hedgehog which is really hard to find apparently a, a hedgehog that isn't flat and, and it's a little bit neon um, but it's, 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 a show, it's a show to come to and have a look it really sort of stands out and you really notice it 
And I, I think it, it, it's one of the best ones yet. I say that every time we do one, though, which means that. Um, yeah. And where can people find you on social media and the internet? Yeah, on social media, I have an Instagram page, um, and it's the other one. I've got a Facebook page, which is the other one shop. Um, I don't have a, a website. Um, okay. It's something that I've been looking to develop, and I was developing it. However, being a bit of a procrastinator, um, I haven't done that. We've yeah, got a good following on Instagram. I sometimes think if, if, if people know who I am on Instagram, what difference does it make having a website? Unless I'm going to be on the top of a Google search. Yeah. Well, Paul, that's all my questions. Thank you. Good luck with the show. Well, how about that? The other one in Saffron Walden. Quite a juxtaposition, eh? Having an ex-policeman and an ex-criminal sitting there having a conversation about art. Okay, it wasn't quite as tense as the famous scene out of Heat between De Niro and Al Pacino, I'll give you that. I've got to say, as Paul mentioned there, he's relatively new into the art world. And during our conversations, before, during and after this interview, it really was beautiful to see someone with this newfound passion who really was eager to get to know a lot more. So if you're unable to get up to Saffron Walden to visit the other one, they are on Instagram, so you can pop over there to see what they've got going on. And if you do, say hi. Because as we all know, a little bit of support out the blue always puts a spring in your step. So, Paul and Kirsty, good luck with the other one, and I'll see you again soon. Like I say every week, on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast, you should be able to like, subscribe or leave a comment. If you could leave a comment, that really is helpful to us and anybody out there looking for an art podcast. So thanks for listening, and until next week, ta-ra. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 